Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We've got a challenge for you today. It's a $10 a day challenge. If you do not have $1,000 in your emergency fund right now, you are going to sign up for this challenge. You are going to save $10 a day. You're going to put $10 into a savings account. You're going to put $10 into your piggy bank if you don't have a savings account. Then you're going to open up a savings account. And before we hop into today's show, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Now let's jump into the video. Saving money is an essential life skill. You see, it gives you freedom. It gives all of us freedom, security, and the ability to do the things we've always dreamed of. But for some odd reason, even when people know that saving money is essential to accomplishing our goals, to accomplishing our dreams, we still have a hard time at saving money. And so if that is you, there are seven reasons why you might not be able to save money. And today I want to break down each one of those and have a look at each one so we can see what's keeping us from really hitting our money goals and how you can overcome them. And at the end of this, I'm going to be revealing a $10 challenge. That's right. We are, we are going to be together as a family, as a community. We're going to be saving $10 a day over the next four months by the end of this year. Because did you know that the average person, I can't really say the average, nearly 60% of the people in America do not even have $1,000 saved for an emergency. Nearly 40% of the people in America don't even have $400. If a $400 emergency came up, they could not go to their savings account and and get access to $400 cash. They got to go borrow it. They got to go do a payday loan check. They got to put it on the credit card. They got to do something instead of for just going to their savings account. And to me, that's unacceptable. And so I want to help us go into 2024 with at least $1,000 in our savings account. And we are, we are launching a $10 a day challenge. So keep that locked. I'm going to give you all the information on how you can sign up, how we're going to hold you accountable, how we're going to help you out. But let's get into these quick seven things. Here's number one. You all hear me talk about it often. You do not have have a budget. The number one reason why people cannot save money is that they need a budget. People who don't have a budget are more likely to overspend on things they don't need. Like, like I'm talking about like coffee and shopping sprees at Target. And y'all done elevated from Walmart. Y'all done going up to Target. <laughs> I remember back in the days, I ain't really touched Target. I went to Walmart. You see, to live within your means while saving money, you must get on track by creating an actual written plan. This plan outlines what you spend your money on and how much is allocated for different categories, i.e. food, rent, etc. I call these the four walls. When it comes to budgeting, you got to cover your four walls, okay? You got to cover your mortgage or your rent. You got to cover your food. You got to cover your utilities. And you got to cover your transportation. I'm going to do a whole show literally on how to budget. I'm going to break down the numbers. This is the basics to budgeting because I got to make sure if we're going to save $1,000, we got to have it there. We got to be saving money right there. All right. This way, when those unexpected expenses come up, when they pop up out of nowhere, 
there will be enough money left over in each category so that everything gets completely removed from your budgeting uh, spending allocation. Now, here's the thing. Let's say you need to track how much money comes in and goes out of your bank account each month or even every single week. Then that's what you need to be doing. You see, I actually budget monthly for both my business and monthly for both my personal, right? Um, I look at my personal bank, uh, my personal budgeting when it comes to anything. If I want to spend anything above $25, I look at my budget first. I actually use a tool called Every Dollar for my good friends over there at Ramsey Solutions. Um, I look at my Every Dollar app. I go inside, boom, I see what I have allocated. It should tell me how much money I have in my bank account. I go to my bank account, make sure the money is there. And my budgeting should be matching my income. And before I spend anything, before I spend anything, I make sure I have the approval from myself via my budgeting tool. The reason why some of you all can't save money is because you haven't taken the time to actually sit down and to write out every single thing that you have. You see, a budget will help you save money for a few reasons. Number one, it makes you aware of what you're spending money on and how much it actually costs. This can help prevent you from making unnecessary purchases that drain your bank account. Some of us, when we get emotional, when we get depressed, when we go through a breakup as single people, when we um, are frustrated, when we're upset, some of us just go on a shopping spree. And a budget gives us permission to enjoy that shopping spree, or it tells us, hey, you cannot go do it. One of the things that I've realized with myself is I've, I've given myself to give myself permission. I've given myself permission to tell myself yes, and I've given myself permission to tell myself no. And my budget is my vision. And the vision always helps me either get further or it helps me stop myself and prevents myself from um, not being able to accomplish my goals. So number one, a budget gives you awareness of how much money you're spending and, and it prevents you from spending unnecessary money. Also, a budget will give you a clear picture on how much money is coming in and going out of your bank account. Because remember, money flows two different ways. It flows in and it flows out. And this allows you to make better informed decisions about where to allocate your funds. Now, um, when we look at a budget, we first write in the income flow. Then we write out all the outcome flow. So your income flow is going to be anywhere from your uh, child support, anywhere from your jobs, from your side gigs. Then we're going to write out anything and everything that we're spending money on. See, some of y'all don't want to write down the 99 cents you're spending on that app. Because if you wrote down every single app that you're spending money on, you probably are racking up about 20, 30 bucks a month on apps that you're really not even using. So a budget really makes you aware of everything that you have going out and everything that you have coming in. A budget would also help you know how much money you can save each month, allowing you to contribute more if possible and avoid unnecessary spending. Now, here's number two. You see, <laughs> y'all ain't gonna like this one, but your expenses outweigh your income, a.k.a. You're overspending your money. You see, see, you see, it's like you have all this money coming in, but you have a whole lot going out. You see, you would think that the first step to saving money is to earn more. 
But this is only part of the actual equation. The other half is cutting back on your expenses to have more money left after your bills are paid. This could be challenging um, for some, or it could be very fun for a lot of us. But it's necessary if you want to start saving your money. You see, you may need uh, to change jobs. You may need to get a second job. You may need to start an extra business or at least find ways for your employer to pay you more without putting in any extra effort. More on that a little bit later. I got you. I'm about to talk about it because I got something for you. Did you know that 25% of U.S. households are either unbanked or underbanked? <laughs> leading to potential financial instability and difficulty in managing money. Having a checking account is a crucial step towards better financial management and independence. Start your health financial journey with Chime today. With the Chime checking account, you can take advantage of amazing benefits. And the key benefit, what I really do love, and you will too, is that you can get paid up to two days early. Now, they do have to where you can avoid um, overdraft uh, fees of up to $200, but additionally, Chime eliminates hidden costs. So no monthly fees, no minimum balances when it comes to specific requirements, and check this out, no deposit needed to become an actual member. You can just open up account today. So don't be a part of the 25% of missing out on the benefits of the actual checking account. Sign up in just two minutes without affecting your credit score. Visit Chime.com forward slash T-T-A-O to begin your financial journey today. Again, that is Chime.com forward slash T-T-A-O. Now, here are some tips to preventing expenses from outweighing your income. Only spend money on things you need or will use. This is the easiest way to avoid expenses from overpowering your income. Question each purchase before making it. Just recently, I had the opportunity to uh, purchase a vehicle, and I said, you know what? Let me go home and think about it. I was talking to them. I was trading in one of my cars, and I said, hey, you know what? Let me think about it. Let me go back home because anything over a certain amount of money, I want to go back. I want to thoroughly look at my budget. I want to thoroughly look at my bank account. I want to thoroughly look at any, um, any expenses that may come up here in the near future to make sure I'm properly making the right decision here. And then also I called one of my mentors just to make sure that I am properly doing uh, the right thing. And I talked to him. He said, hey, man, it looks like you're making a good decision, a healthy decision. You know your budget. Don't go above that budget. And here's the truth. They didn't even have the color of the car that I wanted with inside my budget. And, and the color that I really wanted was about 15 grand over my budget. I had the money, but I didn't want to overspend, overstretch myself. So I had to go with a color that I like, but it wasn't my first preferred color. But the car was my preferred car. And that was a car within my budget. But I had to go home. I thought about it because it was above a certain amount of money. I said, hey, you know what? Let me think about it. I went home. I thought about it. And watch this. As I was thinking about it, I was doing more research. When I did more research, I started finding cars a little bit cheaper. So then I, I started emailing the guy saying, hey, man, I just found this car. It's, it's about 10 grand cheaper than your car. You know, I'm going to go get this one. Hey, man, I got you. I got you. Man, we'll, we'll, we'll take 10 grand off. By the end of the time, by the time I got the car, I was able to save about $48,000 on the car. And they gave me 20 grand more on my trade-in. So they took off 40 grand, gave me 20 grand more on my car. That's 60 grand 
saved simply by, watch this, thinking about it, making my budget and sticking to my budget. Even though it wasn't my first preferred color, I said, you know what? This is my budget. This is where I'm going. This is what I'm doing. And I'm going to go from there. So you got to make a budget and you got to stick to it. You see, the greatest approach to uh, to keeping your spending from exceeding your income is to have a budget. Knowing where all your money is going will help you avoid overspending and prevent unnecessary purchases that could throw off your monthly budget. Make a budget that includes all of your spending, including your rent, utilities, groceries, entertainment, and any upcoming bills. And I promise you, you will thank me later. Then you got to stick to that, right? You're going to set aside a portion of your income for savings, such as a retirement account or an emergency fund. You're going to put some money away for retirement accounts and which can help you provide a, com a comfortable lifestyle when you retire. You should also set aside some money for savings for an emergency. That's what we're talking about today, right? An emergency in case of unexpected expenses. Studies are showing nearly right now, currently in the year 2023, that nearly 70% of people live in paycheck to paycheck. When you dive deeper into this study, study reveals that out of that 70%, a large portion of those are people who make over six figures. These are people who are living paycheck to paycheck because of inflation, because of job loss. But a lot of people say, man, we have an income problem. And here's, here's the truth. We don't really have an income problem. We have a lack of utilizing our gifts and skills problem. You have the skills, you have the talents that God put on inside of you. And I wanna ask you this question, I want you to be very honest. Are you utilizing them correctly? Or are you just going to work, getting that check, coming home, and not really utilizing your gifts and skills to build wealth to pay off debt? Well, listen, I am hosting a free, a 100% free masterclass here with the next few days. And I'm teaching people how to build a personal brand, how to use the gifts and the skills that God put on the inside of you and turn that into an extra thousand to $5,000 a month to go towards paying off debt, to go towards, you know, building an emergency fund, to go towards building your dream home. But I'm going to go even a step further. What if you can use the same principles I'm going to be teaching for free? You make an extra 1000 to 5000 but what happens if you could turn it into a six-figure income or maybe a seven-figure income within the next couple of years. Well, if you are ready to take control of your money, if you're ready ready to utilize the gifts and the skills God has given you to build a legacy, to build wealth for yourself, can you meet me? I want you to go to anthonyoneal.com forward slash save my seat. Again, that is anthonyoneal.com forward slash save my seat. Or you can click the link in today's show notes. It's 100% free. Come join me. Let me show you. Let me show you how we, my team and I, built a seven-figure brand and how we can put $1,000 in your pocket for the next 30 to 60 days. I'll see you soon. So listen, when it comes to saving, listen, I want to help you all get there because it's not a priority. That's number three. Saving is not a priority. Um, I, when I look at some of you all, uh, and, 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 and listen, let me, let me put it back on myself because I want, I want to speak about you. I want to speak about me. When I was struggling saving money, I had to look at myself in the mirror and say, was I being intentional with saving money for an emergency the same way I was being intentional chasing a woman? Was I being intentional saving money the same way I was being intentional about getting on Instagram and knowing what was going on with everyone else's life? Was I, was I intentional? Was I making saving money a priority the same way I was being intentional about getting up in the morning and jumping on social media to see what was going on in everyone else's life.
Was I making it a priority when I was going on vacations, when I was going on trips, and I would intentionally, I would make it a priority to go buy new outfits, to go buy new swim trunks, to go buy new shoes so I can look good, but I'm actually broke. The reason why some of you all cannot save money is because it is not a priority for you to save money. And that is the third reason why you cannot save money. It's because you're not intentional about it. It is not a priority. If you don't prioritize saving and saving for your future, then there won't be any time in your schedule to do anything that will help you reach your financial goals. This means that if you um, uh, save money, if, 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 if saving money isn't important enough for you, I hate to say it, you'll never hit your goals. You, 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 will, you will never reach that point of true financial security, true financial freedom. Because you'll always be living paycheck to paycheck. Always. Always. I'm very intentional now about making sure that I have money saved. And on top of saving now, how am I investing? And so I want to give you all just some, 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 some quick tips on how to prioritize saving. Here's the very first step when it comes to prioritizing saving money is setting a goal of how much you want to save and when you want to reach it. This could be anything from $100 for an emergency fund up to three to six months of three to six months of emergency fund. But right now, the number one goal that you should be doing is $1,000. And I want to help you get there. My team and I are launching the, the $10 a day challenge. This means at least once a day, you're not going to eat out for three meals. You're not going to Starbucks. I'm sorry for your morning coffee. Okay, you're going to go grocery shopping. You're going to eat at home. You're going to make your coffee at home for the next four months. This is more than enough time, more than enough time. You are going to save ten dollars a day. You're going to put ten dollars into a savings account. You're going to put ten dollars into your piggy bank. If you don't have a savings account, then you're going to open up a savings account. Okay, and ten dollars a day for four months, that's twelve hundred dollars. Going into 2024, if you do not have $1,000 in your emergency fund right now, you are going to sign up for this challenge. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to anthonyoneal.com forward slash 10A day, the number 10A day. The link will be in today's show notes. You should see it on the bottom of the screen here. It's a $10 a day challenge. I know um, Thanksgiving is coming up. I know Christmas is coming up. I know vacation time is coming up for the holidays. I don't care. Your priority right now is $1,000 in the emergency fund. Your priority is to not give away all these nice gifts so you can be a good gift giver and you're going back home broke. You're going back home struggling because you spent $1,000 on gifts. You don't even have $500 in your savings account. Priorities. Do you know the difference between someone who is um, um, wealthy and someone who's middle class? Priority. Do you know the difference between someone who is poor? I won't say poor. Someone who's living paycheck to paycheck to someone who's not living paycheck to paycheck? Priorities. I refuse to, to have all the nice things and I do not have any money in my bank account. 
I refuse to do it. I refuse. You have to take a first step. And the very first step is you got to put a number on paper. And here it is. I follow the baby steps. Your very first step is you got to have a starter emergency fund. For me, I would say you need to put at least a month in there. But right now, I want you to have the bare minimum of at least $1,000 in your savings account. And on this challenge, if you follow the challenge with us, if you sign up, you're going to get emails from me. You're going to get um, some, some, some accountability from me. You're even going to get text messages from me. I'm going to make sure that going into 2024, you have $1,000. We're even going to meet up on Zoom. We're gonna, I'm going to really break down just some financial stuff. This is going to be a fun challenge. It's 100% free. We ain't pitching you nothing. I want to make sure that you have $1,000 in your savings account. You got $500 in there? Cool, great. You're going to have $1,700 in there by the time we get started, finished with this thing here coming into the new year. Go to anthonyoneal.com forward slash 10A day. Again, the, the, the link will be in today's show notes. Here's another um, a tip when it comes to getting $1,000, which is why you got to sign up for the $10 day challenge. You got to make a strategy. You see, making a strategy to accomplish your goal is the very next step. Think about the amount of money you need um, and plan how many months it would take to save. To save $1,200, it's going to take you $4, I mean, four months if you set aside $10 a day. Then break out each month, like I just said, right, into daily tasks so you can see exactly what actions are needed to, to accomplish your goals. And here's the final step, is to make saving money a daily habit. This can be an easy thing as, like we said, $10 a day from your paycheck or $10 from this or $10 from there. You have to really sit down and say, you know what, what am I going to do on a daily basis to get to my goal? And we're literally giving you the process on how to get this money into your account. We laid it all out in this challenge. We're going to walk you through the steps. We're going to encourage you. Hey, here's some things you can cut off on. Um, and I'm going to help you out with this too. Watch. We're going to even give you some examples of what are some subscriptions you should be counseling to set aside uh, the extra $10 a day. Some of y'all are going to get to your $1,200 goal before the end of the year. I think some of y'all are going to get to your $1,200 goal before the end of September. And here's the thing. If you're what if you're just now joining my community and you're sitting here saying, you know what, hey AO, I want to join this thing. Listen, you can sign up for this challenge anytime you want. If it's in February and you just now seen this show, hey, you're gonna set aside $10 a day. We want to get you to twelve hundred dollars within the next four months. And here's 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 another thing too. Oh, really the reason why some of y'all are not saving money, but this is really good. This is this is really good right here. This is good right here. Because everything is just flowing together. Here's another reason why you can't save a thousand dollars. You don't have a goal. You don't have, I call it a God goal. You're not aiming at something. You see, there's a quote that I didn't come up with. Someone came up with this quote. And the quote is: if you aim at nothing, you can hit that all the time. So if you're just throwing something, you're hitting something, okay? But now, here's the next thing. If you aim at something, you may not hit it dead on, but you'll get close. And you know what you need to do the next time to get closer. Then the next time, you're either going to hit it dead on or you're closer. But if you aim at nothing, you hit that all the 
time. And some of you do not have any goals when it comes to your money. Some of you do not have any goals when it comes to your life. You don't have a vision. What does the Bible say? Where there is no vision, that's where people perish. And if you don't have a vision for your money, if you don't have a vision for your wealth building strategy, if you don't have a vision for what you're going to do and how you're going to get there, you are going to perish. If you want to save money, you must have a vision. If you need to know uh, where the money is going, how would you know when you don't have a vision? How do you even know you've even saved enough? How do you even know? You're in a good place if you do not have a vision, if you do not have a goal written down. Let's take, let me give you an example, simple example, a very simple example. A simple example of purchasing a new car in the next two years, right? Setting this target date, you have a date, two years, will give you direction and motivation for saving. What's going on, fam? It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill. Have you ever wanted to uh, get into a new culture? Or are you even thinking about taking a trip and you really want to know what people are saying around you? Or maybe you're like me and you want to learn something new. I remember how hard it was to learn a language in school because the textbooks, it wasn't enough for me. Well, let me introduce you to my new friends over at Rosetta Stone. It's a top choice for learning languages and has been for over 30 years. Now you can use it right on your computer or on your phone. It's more than just trusting and remembering words. It's about getting deep into the language, being able to speak, listen, and even think differently. You see, Rosetta Stone has 25 languages from Spanish to French to even Japanese and a whole lot more. They even have this cool speech recognition called True Accent that helps you say things right. And there's a special deal just for you. A lifetime membership to all 25 languages for 50% off. So don't wait. Now's the perfect time to start learning a new language. My listeners can get this awesome deal for a limited time. Just go to rosettastone.com today. Start unlocking languages and traveling with no worries by going to rosettastone.com today. Let's forget about all these language barriers and let's get into today's show. What's going on, family? It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill. Now, before we get into today's show, I want to talk about something that's very important to me. You see, growing up, seeing folks who looked like me on TV, hearing them on the radio or reading their words, it showed me we could own our own narratives. It's more than just seeing black faces. It's about hearing our truths. You see, legends like Oprah and icons like Tyler Perry, they weren't just entertaining. They were mirrors of our resilience, our joy and our struggles. That's why NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths hits totally different. It's a whole vibe of celebration, capturing every shade of our experience. Imagine diving into the tales that speak to our soul, from the laughter and love to the real talk about what shapes us, from legends in the game to stories about our everyday heroes. This collection has no bounds. You see, recently I got to tune into an episode and let me keep it real with you. It's like sitting down with my family. The host, the stories, it's all about us and it's for us. It's real, it's raw, it's relevant, and it's uplifting. Showing every facet of being black in today's world. It's time to level up our playlist. After today's show, dive into Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR. Wherever you get your podcast. Let's keep making sure our stories are told by us for us. Now, let's get to today's show. What's going on, family? Let's talk about something that's been buzzing in the tech world, AI safety and security. 
How do you feel about the rapid advancements in AI and the potential risk that it brings? Have you heard of the stories about AI being tricked? It's a real concern, but fear not because there's a real solution, AI Red Teaming. You see, AI Red Teaming is all about stress testing. You see, AI models and deployments to prevent unauthorized access and data leaks. It's about ensuring that your AI can't be tricked into providing information beyond its intended use. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. My friends over at HackerOne has a community of over 750 active hackers specializing in AI security testing. You see, in a recent engagement, just 18 hackers identified over 100 valid findings in just two weeks. That's the power of ethical hackers. Wow. So if you want to ensure the safety and security of your AI deployments, look no further. Head over to HackerOne.com and explore their AI red teaming services. With strategic flexibility, rapid deployment, and a hybrid talent strategy, HackerOne has everyone, everything you need to safeguard your AI. Don't let AI keep you up at night. Visit HackerOne.com today and rest easy knowing that your AI is in safe hands. Okay, so if we have a goal of, you know, in two years from now, I want to buy a car. So the goal is two years, buy a car for this for this amount. When you have this amount, now you can backtrack. Okay, by this time, this is the goal. It's going to run me 10 grand for an example, just just for an example. Okay, so you know every single month you need to be saving this amount of money to get towards that goal to purchase the vehicle. But if you don't have a goal and you sit here and you say, you know, I want to buy a car. Well, what are you working towards? When do you want to buy a car? How do you want to buy the car? Why do you even want to buy the car? Not saying we need to know the why every single time we want to buy something, but when you're spending a lot of money like that, you better know exactly why you want to buy something. Now, how does how does not having a goal affect you from saving? Simple, right? You are more likely to spend when you don't have a clear goal. It is in your nature to, to desire what we cannot have. And when we don't know precisely what this is, it makes us want it even more. I remember, man, when I very first bought my Bentley, uh, I walked into the store and it had a beautiful Rolls Royce sitting there. And the guy told me, what did he say? Um, he said, uh, hey, oh, why don't you just come test drive this, this Rolls Royce? I said, no, sir. No, sir. Mm -mm. My goal was his Bentley. I saved for this Bentley. This is what my vision was set on. That's not my vision. That's my vision when I turn 50. I want to buy the Rolls Royce truck. That's my goal when I turn 50. I want, I, want to, I want to get rid of the Bentley and get the Rolls Royce big boy truck. That's a half a million dollars, right? Uh, so I'm saving. I'm saving. I'm setting aside. And But I knew if I got inside of that, that's going to change my goal. If I test drove it, I know I'm going to like the Rolls Royce more than the Bentley. So I didn't even expose myself to that. You see, if you don't have a goal, you'll just jump into anything and just make anything happen. No, my goal was the Bentley. My vision was the Bentley. I want a black with red interior. I want to spend this amount of money, and I'm going to pay cash for this. I have my eyes set on this. My eyes are not set on that. 
Now, if you want to give me that for the same money as my Bentley, <laughs> all day long. But I know you do not want to do that. I know you do not want to do that. So it's all good. Let me get my Bentley. That was my goal. That was my vision. I'm sticking to it. Watch this. And I'm sticking to the budget. And I actually got the Bentley five grand cheaper than my budget. And I got the Bentley three months before I thought I could get the Bentley. Number five, you do not have an emergency fund with three to six months of expenses. You see, a lot of people are asking me this question. Anthony, exactly what is an emergency fund? You see, it's a personal cash reserve that you can utilize in the event of a financial, let's say, crisis, such as losing your job or getting into an accident. An emergency fund is, is super, super, super important. The reason why some of us can't save save more money is because we don't have enough saved for emergencies. And every time an emergency happens, what happens to us? We have to go back and borrow money if we do not have the cash setting aside. The reason why some of y'all can't save is because, and, say, and watch this, not just save for emergencies, but save for a car, save for a down payment for your home, save for your Christmas vacation, save for a family vacation, a save to do certain things, it's because you haven't prioritized saving for an emergency. I'm going to say it one more time. You have not prioritized saving for emergencies. And so my very first steps was I went and set aside $1,000. I set aside $1,000, I paid off my debt, then I set aside three to six months. I followed the first three baby steps from Ramsey Solutions. Then I started investing 15%. Now, as my lifestyle changed a little bit, I have, you know, two high-end cars. I have a beautiful home. I have a beautiful um, dog. You know, I, my lifestyle changed. So, you know what? Let me go back. I'm investing my 15%. I want to have at least one year salary, especially after what we saw with COVID. So, you know what? Let me go back and just save money specifically just so I can have at least one year of my average salary of what I pay myself. Just in case life was to happen, I can at least... Um, adapt, adjust, and overcome and maneuver some things within a year to get myself back on my feet. So I went back and I have that there and I move differently. I talk differently. I walk differently. If life was to hit me, I at least have at least one year of keeping my lifestyle current right now to find something else to shift and to bring back income. And so I think when you can really get in that position, it, it puts you in a position to where I can save for a ring for my future wife, to where I am saving now and investing now. Watch this into my kids' college fund when I don't even have a wife to have kids with. I am saving for, you know, uh, when I, uh, my goal is whenever I do propose to my wife, I pay cash for her ring. And let's say she's not driving her dream car. I'm going to pay cash for her dream car the day I propose. And then after that, I'm saving money because I know this is my house, but I want to build our house. So I'm saving for that. But if I didn't have an emergency fund, if I didn't have something that just um, that I can bounce to, then I couldn't save. Uh, just recently, I had a water leak. Actually, I still had a water leak going on in my house uh, because we remodeled my bathroom. And so that water leak, I had to go into my emergency fund. They had to break down some walls, see what was going on, and I had to go into my emergency fund to have that fixed. But that didn't stop me from saving in other places. You know why? Because I had funds over here. I didn't have to go back. I didn't have to go put it on the credit card. I didn't have to go ask my bank for savings. 
Some of you all have kids, and some of you all have other people that you are hold uh, that 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 hold you accountable. You have other people that you are accountable for. You need that emergency fund to make sure that if life happens, when life happens, that you can go to that immediately, watch this, and push back to it. Now, when it comes to emergency fund, I'm going to have uh, Michelle link um, the show that we did on where you should park your emergency funds. I want you to park your emergency fund in high yield savings account. High yield savings account simply means you're going to get about three to five percent interest paid back to you for your money just sitting in the account. I do not want you to park your three to six months inside of regular a regular traditional savings account because you're only getting point maybe zero three percent. No, I want you to set aside your money. Okay, set aside your money in a high yielded savings account. I use Use purely bank. They're giving me 4.75. Apple just came out with a credit. Uh, yeah, it pretty much is a credit card savings account. Uh, some of y'all still got credit cards. So if you do have a credit card, then you can check out there the 4.35. Um, uh, I don't have a savings account with them because I don't have a credit card. Um, but you know, you have Apple at 4.35, purely bank at 4.75, VO bank at 4.85. Um, so we're going to link the show in today's show notes where you can go in and check out all the banks that is the best banks for you to park your emergency fund at. All right. Um, the last two things are crucial. And they're, they're going to be challenging to you all. And some of y'all are not going to like, like me after this, but it's Okay. The reason why some of y'all can't save is because, number six, you spend money on things you don't need. You don't need new Jordans, brothers. You don't need, you don't need the latest kicks, brothers. You, you don't need it. I'm sorry, ladies. You don't, need it. you don't need to get your hair done every single week. I'm sorry. I'm, so, I'm sorry, people. You, you don't need every single editing app to edit your pictures to make your skin look lighter and better and than, than, than what it is right now so you can post it so you can get the likes on, on Instagram and TikTok. Who gives a crap? No, no, no. No, no. Brothers, you don't need to go out there spending two, $300 on a date when you just met this woman. We need to stop spending money on things we do not need. Mm. We gotta stop it. We gotta stop it. We here's the thing too. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Uh, um. 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 I, I had to convict myself. Recently, I had just got some some land on the water, and I, my budget to build my home was this particular budget. And um, when the builder got back to me, maybe about like 45 days later after I got the land. He told me, hey, man, I know your budget was here, but it's actually double. It's double what you said. So I do believe in financing homes. The bank approved me for that amount. And I said, there's no way in the world I'm going to do that as a single man. There's, 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 there's no way in the world I'm going to go from this mortgage to this mortgage by myself. I literally told myself that I'm going to sit where I am at. 
I'm going to continue remodeling this home and making it great so that way when I do get a wife, we stay here for a few years, we build our dream home together, I am saving, I am preparing for it. But one of the things I had to sit here and tell myself is just because you see your income going up because I am a, I am an entrepreneur, I am a business owner, doesn't mean that my expenses have to go up. So what did I do? I got my earnest money back. I sat down, looked at my budget. I said, you know what? I've been wanting to trade in this particular car to go get this particular car. That's going to be my birthday gift. That's going to be what I got to do because I'm going to live way below my means. And even when we get, even when I get married, I'm getting married to a, 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 a great woman, right? You know what I'm saying? She, Whoever I'm marrying, she's going to have her own career, her own passion because I don't believe in dating a woman who just wants to look good, stay at home, right? So I do want a woman who brings something to the table. So she's going to bring something to the table. So now together, we're going to have more income together because of my income, her income, but our lifestyle is not going to hit that line. If this is our income right here, our lifestyle is going to be down here because here's where wealth is built. It's built in the margin. If this is my income, right? And this is where my lifestyle is. Let's say my income a month is 10,000. I'm living off of 5,000. That means that there is there is a margin of 5,000 in between us. You can invest this 5,000 more. You can uh, be saving this 5,000. You could be doing something with this margin. That's where the wealth is made at. And oftentimes what happened is if the if if we're making 10,000, we're spending 12,000. We're spending $15,000. we are spending 120% rather than living within and below our means. My house, I'm going to teach you all that 25% of um, your net pay should be your mortgage payment. Well, my mortgage payment on 25% of my net pay is actually right around 12%. Uh, and because I'm like, yo, I don't, I, I was about to get something it would have put me at 23%. Um, but then I was like, you know what? God just convicted me. He was like, boy, you're by yourself. It's just you and your dog. Beautiful home. If you could have got it within your budget, cool, great. But but if I would have financed that thing at what they told me, it would have cost to be to build it. Oh, man, it would have put me right at about 27, 28 percent. And I was like, nah, I'm good, bro. I'm good. That's the only that's the only bill I would have a month. I said, no, nah, no, nah, I'm good. No, 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 no. No, we got to tell ourselves no. We, we got to tell ourselves no. And I said no. Traded the car in, and I'm going to put a pool in my backyard, and I'm going to paint the whole house over again, and I'm just going to be here until God sends me my wife, until God sends me the love of my life, because I want to make sure that I'm not spending money on things I do not need. And the reason why some of you are not able to save the money that, 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 that you you really need to be saving is because you're not willing to tell yourself no. And when you're not willing to tell yourself no, this is what's happening. You're not paying yourself first. And that's the last thing. That's number seven. You're not paying yourself first. You're, 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 you're not getting your money, giving your tithes, and then sowing back into you. Well, Anthony, what do you mean by paying yourself? Here it is. Once you give God his 10%, what are you giving to yourself? What debts are you paying off? When you when you eliminate your debt, that puts you in a better position to even save more money. 
Well, when you pay yourself first, not only are you uh, paying off your debt, but let's say if you don't have any debt, you're investing into your 401ks, you're investing into your future, you're saving for emergencies, you're saving for a home, you are paying yourself first. Stop paying everybody else but you. Stop working Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and putting in all this labor. And I'm sorry, some of y'all working Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, your primary job, then working Monday night, Wednesday night, Saturday, Sunday on your side gig. And you're still coming home and you're giving everyone else the fruit of your labor. You're getting up, you're coming home late and, and you're giving, you know, the credit card companies, the loan companies, the car note companies, uh, your bill companies. You're giving all of them the fruit of your hard work. Then when you come back home, you got 20 percent of your your labor. And I refuse to pay everyone else. I pay my, my light bill. I pay my water bill. I pay my gas bill. But I pay them after I pay myself first. After I put money to my investment accounts, then that's when I pay them. I have myself an automatic draft. And as an entrepreneur, because I don't have the opportunities of, of having a lot of things come out of my check, right? I have it automatically withdrawn from my check. Watch this. So on the first of the month, all of my investments are withdrawn. On the third of the month, that's where all my bills are withdrawn. I pay myself first. I don't even pay them close to me because I'm with, I, I don't want to get twisted. I'm important. My future is important. My kids' future are important. When I pay myself first, I'm paying my future wife as well. When I pay myself first, I'm paying my future kids as well. I'm already investing into their 529. I don't even have kids. I'm invested into the Maryland 529. I'm giving them $100 a month. I don't even have kids. Huh? Some of y'all got kids right now. You got some real nice technology, but you ain't even giving your kids $25 a month for their future. You're not even giving your son, your daughter, your, 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 your newborn something to their future. You know, the greatest thing you could do is look at your son, look at your daughter and say, you know, when I was, when I was, um, um, when you were a little kid, I was thinking about you. Some of y'all rather look better than your kids. You'd rather have long hair and, 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 and look real cute for these Negroes who don't even care about you or your baby. And, and you want to look good for them. But you don't even want to do the right thing for yourself, for your kids. You don't even want to pay yourself first. What are you talking about, Anthony? I'm looking good. I'm doing this. What are you talking about, bro? You know what I'm saying? I, I look good. I'm like, yeah, you look good driving that car with 23-inch wheels on there and you're broke. Yeah, you look good. Your haircut is clean. Yeah, you look good. And you got all the latest jewelry, you got all the latest, latest necklaces and the thick, you know, big old chains around your neck. The ladies are loving you. But you ain't pay yourself first. You ain't pay your family first. $20, $25. What does it take to put it inside an investment account? You're single. Yo. Be like me. I'm not saying put a lot of money into a 529. I'm not saying to put a lot of money into this stuff, but put something into it. You know why? Because I'm going to get ahead of the game. By the time my kids graduate high school, I'll be able to cut a check for their college. But why? Why not go ahead and create an account and get the compound interest and let it build? And let me get some extra money. Huh? So listen. We're doing a $10 a day challenge. 
I want to help put money back in your pocket. I want to help pay you first. I want to help you save money. I want my community better than everyone else. 60% of people cannot set aside $1,000 for their emergency fund. That's not going to be my family. It's not going to be my community. And I want you to have more than $1,000 in your savings account. So I want you to join this challenge. It's going to be extremely fun. I promise you, you are going to love it. Go to anthonyoneal.com forward slash 10 a day. Join this challenge. I promise you, we're going to save some money. Yo, it's your boy, Anthony O'Neill. I love you. God bless you. And I'll see you soon. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.